hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have a very interesting program today, and we have certainly a very interesting person, talented, interesting author, uh, charter boat captain, uh, and um, I'm not sure where else we're going to go with this, but we'll introduce him just uh, shortly. we're we're going to go to an area that has been in the news a lot lately because it's uh, reopening and it's kind of like a time capsule uh, that we get to open up and take a look. And we're really excited about it. Uh, we do have uh, Captain Phil Thompson on the line. Phil, we appreciate you coming on today, and we're not going to disclose everything we're going to be talking about, but give us, uh, in about 30 seconds, some of what you do. Well, right now, we're in the midst of a couple projects. I wrote a novel about Cuba, of course, uh, 97 miles south, Key West to Cuba, um, and it's been it's been doing very well. But now I'm working on a book called Fish Cuba Now. And oh, wow. Between I can't wait for now, that. And between now and hurricane season... We're going to cram a lot of fishing trips in to some of the absolute most pristine flats in the world. And at the same time, we're going to shoot a bunch of video and a bunch of pictures and write a bunch of stories and, and just um, record some of the best Cuba or fishing spots in, in this hemisphere. Well, i, I got to make one comment. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, you sent me two books. One of them was a short one, which was mm-hmm. a, in, in incredible, fun story, easy read. And I, and I I blew through that pretty quick. And, you know, I, of course, I didn't sleep, get to sleep till about three or four o'clock in the morning. Um, and then the other book that we're going to talk about when we come back, uh, that also kept me up late at night. So fascinating stuff. And I know it's fiction, but you learn a lot by uh, seeing these things. And I suspect some of that uh, fiction that you experience. But we're going to be right back with you on Fish Talk Radio. So don't go away. Set on the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming, laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust Sport Fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust Sport Fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos Delmar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Delmar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Big old trout. Big old just as trout. cool as the evening shade. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have the honor of Phil Thompson, who's a, a author, uh, charter boat captain, uh, lives a life in uh, in the Florida Keys, and he is, uh, I would say, as far as I know, no one knows more about Cuba than he does. Now, it's a, it's a little bit controversial, or has been. Yes, people have been able to go to Cuba under special circumstance uh, since the embargo, but uh, Phil... Uh, is going to give us a little bit more information about um, Cuba. And with the change in the U.S.-Cuban relations, we're looking forward to having more opportunity. But first of all, I would like to mention 97 97 miles south. Is that right, Phil? 97 miles south, U.S. Cuba. And yes, John. The, the book. I'll tell you what. Um, you know, I, I'm interested in Cuba, but that book was so well written, and I know that it was written as fiction, but I also know there's a little bit of truth involved in that. And I'm I'm not going to say which parts were in there, because we don't want to tell anybody that you may have actually been to Cuba um, while the embargo is in process. But uh, some very fascinating stuff, and we want to learn certainly about the fishing, but also about the people. Um, and about all the other reasons, the culture and all the other reasons that um, this opportunity may be affording us. But 97 miles south, if it is fiction, but if you want to get an understanding and a feeling about the culture, the people, I would highly recommend. And how is that possible? I, I know I've got the, you gave me a, a printed edition, but how else can you get it? Oh, we just, uh, in fact, we just finished a really uh, successful uh promotion on Amazon Kindle where we downloaded over 
a uh, thousand books in 24 hours, um, the Kindle version. But um, you can get it through Amazon.com. You can get it through my website at CaptainPhilThompson.com. PhilThompson.com, okay. But let me let me tie that into something you just mentioned because um, over the past several months, I composed several, I think, 10, 10 Cuban travel tips, which are on my website. And I had to actually do two on one subject because the subject was about how friendly the people are and how they adopt you. Um, and it's, um, it's, it's the most unbelievable, uh, uh, welcoming process for American will find anywhere in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't realize it, but over the years, Fidel never preached against the American people. He preached against the American government and the Miami exiles. That's interesting. So, yeah. And they, you know, it's Jimmy Buffett, coined the phrase years ago when he said everybody has a cousin in Miami. It's virtually true. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Where, yeah. Wherever you go, they say, oh, i got a cousin in Milwaukee and uh, New yeah. Jersey, all over the place. Yeah. But there is no place in the world right now that is safer and more friendly to an American than Cuba. I know, mm. I know it, uh, it's hard for people to believe it, and I've had many a doubter um, email me and say, you were right. I went there, and you were right, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, that's that's what we're going to find more about today. You know, uh, uh, Car- uh, uh, Captain Hookham, excuse me, is uh, is in the studio and she's listening in. But just as an observer, I'm sure she's going to have some questions, and we maybe see if we can get Grizz on the line too, because this is a subject and the the book that you have, 97 Miles South, and then the other one about uh, Fish Cuba now, is so timely. And I have to say that we had you on, oh gosh, what, two, three months ago? Mm-hmm. And you, when we talked off air, you kind of gave me a scenario of what you saw was going to happen and when. And almost to the day, you were spot on. Well, it was actually before December 17th, but uh, I knew something was coming, but uh, the president went beyond even what I was hoping for. And uh, I congratulate him on the, on the bold move, and I congratulate the uh the new dialogue that's going on because mm-hmm. it's going to do us all good. I've, I've, I'm a veteran of 20 years of Cuba travel and I, I know the people well, and there's never been any doubt in my mind that by easing the embargo, we would help the individual Cuban person. Well, without getting involved in politics, uh, to me, it, okay. it, it would never, <laughs> it, you know, it never made any sense. You know, when, uh, um, the, when the Chinese, began to embrace capitalism and go away from communism, look what happened to their country. Well, we're on a brand new path now, mm-hmm. and I encourage everybody to travel to Cuba. Cuba at this time is not ready for the um, online, total online reservation credit card thing, you know, um, get your mileage. Yeah, between. yeah. Well, do but they have the an adventurer, is, the is adventurer there... who wants to, to, who really wants to see um, uh, a part of the uh, to go back in time virtually, um, it's perfect. And with the with the cost of particulars, uh, it's inexpensive. It's like I said, it's safe, and the food is delicious. Yeah, Phil, that's what they say. They say that it's like a past from or what a, what a, a blast like, from the past that nothing has changed. Like, it's like everything, a time capsule. yeah, it's like a time capsule. That's probably the most interesting thing for well, me to see. And uh, there's the the, the 
beauty of it is that you see the glitz of it in Havana. You mm-hmm. see this deco stuff in Havana, the stuff from the past, but it's still, you know. But then you got in the countryside, and, and being in the past there means that in the evening, everybody's sitting out on the porch talking, kids are playing in the street, um, you know. A guy rides by on a bicycle with a pig tied on the back. I mean, it's, all, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just in quiet, you know, no lights. It's very quiet. Um, and you don't see a lot of planes, you know. Do you like, feel safe? Are- you safe there? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Cuba is by far um, the safest place destination. There, what happens in the European cities even and what happens all over the bombs just can't happen at this time in Cuba. It's too tightly controlled. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cuba has, you know, it, word gets around, Cuba has this rumor mill because they didn't have any communication for so long. So the word of mouth, they got like the coconut telegraph. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> well, um, t- can you tell us a little bit about your book? Um, okay, Fish well, Cuba Now is the book I'm working on yeah. now. Okay. And it's going to highlight some of the... Um, it's going to highlight some of the absolute best areas to fish and dive in Cuba. Most of these, fortunately, most of these areas, 20% of the coastline has been preserved and has been preserved very early after the revolution. So it's looking at 50 years of preservation. Certain of these areas, like Garden of the Queens, which lies 79 miles offshore on the southeastern side, um, Nothing was allowed to be taken. Uh, I just spoke with Dr. Um, David Vaughn from Moat Marie Institute, who just returned from there on a dive trip, and they, they're studying this that reef down there because it has every major predator. It has the perfect coral. It has it's another throwback in time, mm-hmm. and they want to know what you know what 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 keeps it so pristine. Um, but there are so many places around Cuba like that where, where the only access you have to them is through, right now, is through Avalon Fishing, which luckily I've had a good relationship with for the last three years. Mm-hmm. And they're aiding me in this project mainly by providing some very low price trips between now and hurricane season that I can, um, you know, that, that I can so get the people to come along. Hurricane with me season would be typical for, for uh, farther north, so it would be uh, August, September? Yeah, the, uh, the last trip I've got booked right now is really is a special one. It's to live aboard the Garden of the Queens, and we leave August the 8th. Mm-hmm. And that is the last trip of the season for that area. They bring mm-hmm. the boats back in because uh, it's a live aboard with, with skiffs. They bring the boats back in, and they um, refurbish them because it's just it's 80 miles offshore. You don't want to be out there for a hurricane. Oh, God, no. No. Well, <laughs> that would be like the perfect storm, right? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. you, know, you know, I, I have to go back. Um, you talk about the, you see a guy going down the street with a pig on the back of his bicycle. <laughs> there's a, there's a, a, a chapter, a segment in your book, 97 Miles South, which is hysterical, having, having, having to do with a pig. <laughs> yeah, now, that's and, uh, a case. See, that's a case of, of, of um, fiction based on truth. That wasn't me. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But uh, someone told me that story one time. You know, I, of course, added to it and indulged it somewhat. But the basis of the story was, was based on a trip 
one of the earliest trips in like 1990 that a friend of mine uh-huh. made when they just there was no food available. I yeah. mean, that's what you did, you know. No, we won't. Uh, we'll have to read the book, but basically, it's, it's uh, somebody <laughs> wants to roast a pig. So the the uh, story was they had to find it and then they had to go get it and bring it back, and uh, the pig was not very cooperative. But uh, <laughs> it was a tremendous story. Anyway, well, pig we're going to have to harder when you're drunk. You there know. You go. Well, we'll we'll talk about that in the next segment. Anyway, uh, we're going to have to take a quick break. Uh, so don't go away. You are listening to Phil Thompson on Fish Talk Radio. We'll be right back with you. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. You get in line and I'll get a pole, honey. You get in line and I'll get a pole, babe. 
Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. We have Phil Thompson on the line, who is an author, a charter captain, uh, a charter guide, an expert angler. And he's also, he knows more about Cuba than anybody I know. And that's why, that's what we're talking about today, especially with the recent changes in the uh, political atmosphere here. Uh, We're kind of trying to get an idea what to look forward to. Now, obviously, we want to talk about fishing. But we've been talking about the culture and the people. And let's continue that just for a couple of minutes, if you don't mind, Phil. And then let's get serious. Um, and talk about fishing. And talk about fishing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's a fishing show, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you, you, were, you were talking about the people and, you know, how warm uh, and receptive and how safe it is. Well, obviously, it would have to be safe because, oh, wasn't it when, uh, who was it? Wasn't Carter was president? Uh, Fidel shipped all the crooks out of prison and sent them over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's called the Mariel Boat Lift. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But anyway. No, but as far as safety goes, you do. And, and one of the major changes, because like I said, I started going to Cuba back in the early 90s when it was really tough. Uh, with with the opening up of the uh, people being able to start their own businesses, especially with the, the Casa Particulars, which are the bed and breakfast, and the Paladars, which are the restaurants, the uh, level of service has gone up tremendously in the past couple of years. Um, the food, especially, is just it's very reasonable, and it's uh, fresh seafood's always available. There's always great tomatoes and salads and fruits, and um, I mean, in the um, you know, it's not a Cubans don't eat a really spicy uh, menu, but it's it's extremely good. They, it's I thought they ate a lot of meat. No, they don't eat a lot of meat. Uh, actually, no, because they've had a shortage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, when they do get it now, to be honest with you, now I've, in the private restaurants you can get a good steak and you can actually get a good hamburger, which was something a couple yeah. of years ago you couldn't have done. But but, but they um, they do grow a lot of sugar, so they got some a lot of good rum, right? Oh my god! Oh, I bet the drinks are good. <laughs> it's a good but no, okay, so I go back I discover a new new brand that's even better. You know? So Phil, you said uh, good seafood. What types of fishing and fish, seafood? Oh, everything: snapper, lobster, shrimp, um, what they call pulpo, which is octopus. Um, Pupo, yeah. Poopo, yeah. I mean, it's just across the board, and they're and they're very. It's very fresh. I mean, it, most of the Paladar people buy their they well actually all of them buy their seafood from the guy that just pulled it out of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't go through a middleman anymore. It's a direct direct deal, and it's just really done wonders for the for the economy. Right, and, it, well, and it's extremely by our standards, it's extremely inexpensive. You know? Oh, but yes. Oh. Well, because they're, I mean, the average ways down there is, is, is ridiculous. But anyway, we are going to get into fishing, I promise. But <laughs> we have uh, joining us uh, Jeremiah Higgins, who's a, a local world-renowned restaurateur. And he may have a couple of questions about the uh, culinary side. Now, uh, you said most of the restaurants are kind of like small uh, people, a lot of times in, in South America and Mexico, where they just kind of open up their homes, turn it into a restaurant in the evening. Um, so maybe Jeremiah might have a couple of questions for you about the food and the restaurants. All right, you're on the spot, Jeremiah. I am on the spot. Hi, <laughs> Captain, how are you? I'm just fine. Great. How are the restaurants? Are they growing there? Is the business able to, you know, to thrive? And, and are restaurants able to open now? I, I just read an article uh, regarding restaurants and, and them, oh, the government opening up uh, the ability to open more yeah, to give restaurants you a, and bars. 
to give you a range, in 1991, when you went to a private restaurant at Paladar, you went up a dark set of stairs and knocked on a door, and they opened up, and it was someone's private home with a, with a dining room table. And sometimes the people would, you know, there'd be people sleeping, kids and everything else around. But they would they would prepare this great meal for you, all right, dirt cheap. And um, but really the best food they had. That was now you can go to a, a still a private restaurant, a Paladar, privately owned, that's on the water next to Rena Hemingway, and get that seven dollar sirloin steak. Listen to a band, and right. um, so. It, but still, it's in the private sector so that that shows the the range that that it's taken the last two and a half three well last decade actually right. and would you take your uh, fresh catch or or what you'd caught that day to a, to a restaurant and oh then... yeah we yeah uh i ran in some uh, last time i was down i ran some people from new york some young young people from new york that had been out fishing they had a couple of mahi mahi and we took them over to the same restaurant and they just you know they put it on an open uh wood wood fire and i wow. mean oh geez what an experience <laughs> yeah oh yeah I've... well speaking Speaking of fish, <laughs> now that I'm hungry, fire up the grill. Now let's let's get back to that a little bit. Now, if you could kind of first of all, let's start with I Minicuba's mean, Cuba is an island, so I assume that you know, and it's a pretty big island, mm-hmm. a very big island, mm-hmm. and or just to the Antilles, yes. It and, and it's uh, you know it's got a lot of water around it. Is there different areas, and what are the different species that you're going to find offshore? Well, we'll start, um, in fact, this, this summer I'll start with the Hemingway Marlin Tournament, where you've got right off the, right off the capital city, you've got good marlin fishing. Um, I yeah. fished it, we won it two years ago, where we released three blues and three and a half days of fishing, which isn't bad anywhere. And um, the areas, as you move to the east, the snapper fishing, deep water snapper fishing, gets phenomenal, as well as the wahoo and the yellowfin tuna. Um, anytime you get on the reef in those areas and you can get down a little bit deep, uh, I've seen the guys bringing in, um, uh, I watched them bring in um, queen snapper and, uh, you know, deep water fish that they call it with hand line, and they couldn't have been fishing more than, you know, 200, 250 feet of water. Now, as you move in, in, inland, you've got the, some of the most pristine flats in the world. You've got bonefish, permit, tarpon, uh, jacks, barracuda, sharks. And in in Cuba, a lot of places you still have uh, a lot of mutton snapper come up on the flats after the ray, you know, following the rays. Something we see occasionally in Key West, but but not to the degree you do there. And then as you move inland, you've got snook and tarpon, juvenile tarpon. Um, and as you get into fresh water, you've got some of the best best bass fishing that's uh, in this hemisphere that is virtually untapped. Well, that was one of the things that I was going to go into next is the freshwater side because uh, sport fishing in most of these areas is not something people do. They you know they go fishing to put food on the table. But mm-hmm. uh, to continue, uh, we have Jeremiah that's mentioned down there, and he. He, he wanted to brag about his visit in China. Monday, right? Is that Jerabundi? No, that's Australian. Oh, uh, I thought it, maybe it was a barracuda. <laughs> we had a lot of red stripes. Uh, okay. I guess he was drinking good. some yeah. rum. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jeremiah, that's a very good eating fish, but you've got to be very careful with it. The barracuda. Yeah. Why? Oh, oh, the barracuda. Razor sharp teeth. Yeah. Oh. And no, uh, actually, they're they're difficult to catch because uh, if the if you get the hook too far back in their mouth, they just the line's gone. So you got to hook them right in the jaw with the hook. Otherwise, you know, they're a lot of fun to catch, but either use a lure or wire leader. But uh, speaking. 
speaking about that <laughs> techniques, um, what we're you know we we talk a lot about fishing in uh, southern Baja. And in that area, and I'm assuming that although some of the names might be different, uh, you know, Mahi Mahi and Baja, it's a Dorado. In Hawaii, it's a Mahi Mahi. And I guess you call it a dolphin fish in the, on the East Coast. Yeah, but, man, we uh, call it we call it both, yeah. It, we, you've got to quit calling it dolphin because it would be, you eat flipper? <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. Uh, the exactly. other thing, it, the, has in the October, has, November, yeah. it's not uh, a man. Wahoo run yeah, down the coast. Yeah. Um, they, they wolf packing Wahoo come rolling through there. Mm-hmm. Um, these stories, like I said, these stories are all on my website. Most of these are have already been written, printed in a magazine here or there, and in, in the archives. They're in the archives, mm-hmm. my web website. Okay. But it documents probably, you know, fifteen. 15, 20 years of fishing in Cuba. Right. Now, the, the techniques, I assume, would be the same. So you're probably, uh, for the, for the uh, uh, billfish and the dorado, uh, and, the, and the, is there any tuna down there? Yeah. There's not, there's not a lot on the uh, right off of Havana, but when you go to east towards east, towards Holguin, mm-hmm. it's very, very good yellowfin tuna fishing. And then as you go around that point through the windward passages, Awesome tuna fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you no nor- normally you'd be in a cruiser trolling. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't fished that area, but I have spoken to a guy who's been around that thing. He had a little striker that he went around. He's actually been around the island twice, and he 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 said that the tuna fishing on the very east coast was just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And that would be a uh, yellowfin, bluefin, or both. Yellowfin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be uh, ahi. And what we call at mm-hmm. the restaurants in, in California, right, Jeremiah? That's right. That's right. <laughs> anyway, I caught an eye but uh, I know and the other eye. thing is, is uh, I think we'll save the freshwater fishing till we get back because we've only got about two minutes, and we'd like to hear more about that and the possibility of uh, things opening up where people could actually do that. It's like uh, um, we'll find out now. There's been more people from other parts of the world besides U.S. that have spent more time there than we have. But it's it has been, uh, as we talked about, almost a time capsule. And uh, have, uh, well, I can't ask you the question if you've ever sat down in uh, Papa's chair and had a mojito. Uh, well, part yes and part no. I have had plenty of mojitos (laughs) and and more than one has been raised the glass more than once the glass has been raised in the air you know in salute to papa Mm -hmm. um i did have the i did have the honor of drinking with his with gregario fuentes his mate and pattern for santiago and Uh the old man to see uh at the time he was 102 years old actually wow that's neat Boy, that, uh-huh. that rum preserves you, doesn't it? <laughs> the guy, yeah, and uh, he died at 104. Wow. But, um, the, I did have that. Uh, that's as close as I've gotten to sitting in Papa's chair. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good story. Uh, no, but, that, but that, the other thing, too, is that we that uh, I want to give some credit. There's, uh, there's a fellow down there. I wrote a, a story about him. It was printed a couple of months ago. It's on my website as well. His name is uh, Commodore Screech, Jose okay. Screech. Well, we, we he, should, if it's more than 10 seconds, we'll, we'll get that in the next segment. I don't want to cut you short. But okay. uh, we're going we're gonna to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and continue on. We're talking to Phil Thompson. You want to get his book that's out now, 97 Miles South. And then he's got a new one coming out. I can't wait for his Fish Cuba now. So you're listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we're going to be right back. Hand me another hook. Flies. 
stretches for miles in front of you and with the ram 1500 you'll be able to reach mile after open mile it gets a best in class 25 miles per gallon highway so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge but by your gauge for achievement and the ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year guts glory ram see your local ram dealer today for great deals epa estimated 25 mpg highway based on v6 4x2 if you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! It's a beautiful day, oh, what do you say, let's go fishing. What a wonderful way to spend the day just a-fishing. Oh, the water on the lake is smooth as glass, oh, we might catch a sunny, we might catch a bass, oh, what do you say, let's go Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. Are we having fun or what, uh, Captain Hookham? What I do you feel think? like I'm in Cuba. Yeah, I know. We're just missing and the Jeremiah. Uh, drink. Should have brought the rum back. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Well, we talked a little bit about that, and then we talked about uh, you know Ernest Hemingway and some of his uh, you know exploits down there, which was part of the mystique of Cuba. And actually, it wasn't too long after. Uh, he was there that things kind of shut down. That would have been, was it 60, 62 or something when Castro took over? He left so in 61. 61. So it's... Uh, no, 60. No, I'm sorry. No, he started the Hemingway term in 60 and left, I think, in 61. Okay. 
Uh, so 62 to kind of do the arithmetic, but it's more than 50 years, like 53 years. Mm-hmm. And it's like I said, it's been a bit of a time capsule. But some things don't change. And, you know, the, what the fishing that he did is probably still they might use different kind of line and different rods and reels. But, um, you know, it's it's all still the same. Is, is that sound about right? Yeah, the um, he used to the, what I've read about um, how he summed up the seasons, different marlin seasons was like fishing anywhere else. Um, some some years it was really good, and some years it was really bad. Um, he spent a lot of time over in the Bahamas because the Bahamas really had the big marlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cuba was never really known for a lot of big marlin, um, and the marlin that come there, the big ones usually come late October, November uh, to spawn. You know. But he 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 fished. Um, he loved the obviously loved the wars fishing off Cuba. And he loved Cuba, and he liked the rum. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. I mean, he's a great guy. We don't want to tell stories, but he got uh, he got pretty well involved in that. So anyway, so five o'clock in Cuba. Yeah, well, isn't that? I, I <laughs> don't know if he rum? invented mojitos or not, but uh, um, you know. <laughs> well, you meet me down there. You guys come on down there, and I will. I'll take you to a place that has. They make their mojitos out of uh, Santiago de Cuba rum, which is my new favorite. Uh-huh. And I guess I'll be. You'll have to carry me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, carry well, you know out. the reason why he liked the mojito. This is I, I don't know whether this is scientifically provable or not. But supposedly the mint that they use in the mojito, which is delicious, dilates your the, your capillaries and gets the rum in your system. Oh, interesting. That's I didn't know that. Huh. Well, speaking of fishing. Yeah, fishing. Are we fishing? You know, let's, can oh, we talk sorry. a little bit about uh, inland uh, and freshwater fishing in Cuba, or is, is it, does it exist, and do you know anything about it? Yeah, there was a, there was a, a big push uh, a couple of decades ago, actually. Uh, some people from Texas organized a little company, and they, they were bringing fishermen over, and they had some phenomenal catches. You'll see some of the pictures uh if you, if you Google uh, bass fishing in Cuba, you'll see some of these mutant-looking bass. These are bass that were brought over in the early 40s hmm. uh, from Lake Okeechobee and the King Ranch. In oh, Texas. the Florida strain, yeah. Yeah, and put in these reservoirs, these freshwater reservoirs, which were, were the dams were built by the Americans as well, and they grow to mutant proportions because it never cools. Um, oh, they're always and feeding. They are. Mm-hmm. I mean, ten pound, twelve pound bass are not unusual at all. Wow. And the last guy I fished with, his biggest one was nineteen pounds. Wow. Wait a minute, I'm looking right now. Uh, Captain Hook on the computer. Is, is that one? It looks, no, it, no. They look funny. No, actually, it looks. They like look like mutants. Yeah, they're color. so fat. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They are pretty big, but they're big mouths. Like, oh, that's mm-hmm. a big mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, stop it! <laughs> no, no, it is. It's a big mouth bass. I know. <laughs> anyway, but uh, how long no, does it take to to get that big? To get that large? Oh, I have no idea. Well, when you when you they can, they can grow very fast. If there's if there's food around, they can grow very fast. But what about the indigenous? Do they uh, do they enjoy the sport? Or uh, I would assume that when they go fishing, they're trying to put food on the table. Yeah, and this is a concern that um, that's always been the case. It's very hard to tell people, hey, when they're hungry, hey, don't don't harvest. But um, as and one, this is another benefit. As tourism improves, improves and Cuba de- uh, dedicates more resources to pr- these pre- pre- preservation areas, then it's only going to get better. Um, luckily, um, 
whatever you feel about Fidel, one thing he was was an environmentalist. Mm-hmm. And he also, like Garden of Queens, he preserved areas that he liked to go to and didn't particularly want anybody else to go to. <laughs> but yeah. he also replanted forests that, that had, you know, mm-hmm. and he, he environmentally, except for a few um, things, he's, he's, he's got a good record there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Cuba's going to be the ecotourist center of the of the uh, Caribbean. There's no doubt about that. Uh, it's got too much UN help right now. You, there's too many UNESCO World Heritage Sites, and we're all too aware of what can happen if you just let rampant development take over. Mm-hmm. You're in California and in Florida. We know what a coastline can what can yeah. happen to a coastline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, well, and and just to, I don't mean to interrupt, but, uh, you know, I know that there's a lot of people that are anxious uh, for the door to open so they can. Uh, the door is open. Yeah. And they're, and as far as people buying property. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, but no. going to visit. The door is open as far as going to Cuba. Right. Okay. Well, there's uh, 12 categories. Um, they're uh, listed on the OFAC website. And two of them, which are my favorites, are um, religion and support for the Cuban people. What about the press? Okay. So support for the Cuban people is basically anything. In fact, these trips that I'm doing, we're going to be be teaching kids how to to fly fish. We're going to be teaching um, these guides. We're going to be showing them the latest things that we have that Uh we can bring over, the, the latest techniques and so forth. We're going to be sharing information with them as well as putting a book together that that highlights these fantastic areas that are only 90 miles away. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you that if there's anybody out there listening, and there should be about half a million of you, <laughs> um, you're you're gonna you're gonna be getting some uh, phone calls because it's something that uh, you know we've been thinking and talking about, anticipating, and you know as you said, the um, the door is open. But b- before you do anything, probably the best thing to do would be to consult with you because there's still a lot of restrictions. And That's the door's what I was not just gonna open. say. It can't so, be that easy. It well, can't just automatically. Automatically well, be that there's, easy. there's been ways to do it before, but it's been very, very restrictive. And right. the embargo never said you couldn't go there. It just said you're not allowed to spend one penny. And that's kind of hard to go to well, someplace. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I talked to people on both sides. In fact, I talked to uh, my friend in Cuba this morning um, who lives right next door to Maria Hemingway. And there's boats going back and forth. I don't recommend taking it, but we, we, I just went through this. We're trying to get some boats legal for the tournament. But that's still a real sticking point. But as far as flying to Cuba... Um, like I said, pick a category and go. What President Obama has done, uh, and I've seen this happen in the past, but never to this degree, he's basically said, we don't care about it, okay? Um, we're not going to devote resources to chasing people uh, to find out if they have a third cousin in Cuba, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so, and I, I talk to people, at my, the functions I go to, I talk to people every day who just came back, and um, there's no big deal. Anyway, but it's not from a tourist standpoint. Even so, it's not the place that you want you, you go, where you just put your credit card down and use your frequent flyer miles. That's not going to be the, the case for a while. Uh, in 45 days, when the state-sponsored terrorist thing comes off, it's going to be easier. But for the people that want to experience some phenomenal experience, both culturally and fishing or diving, all you've got to do is contact me, and I will I will be glad to advise you. Uh, because I am a promoter of free travel for Americans, but I'm also a promoter of go to Cuba now before it, you know, before it changes. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it, it, it's again, it's been over a period of time. And I know that a lot of Cuban Americans are, are trying to, you know, seeing what's happening and they're, they're trying to invest in there uh, down there right now. But, you know, the um, the opportunities. Now, how would you rate uh, the fishing opportunities with the rest of the Caribbean and the Florida Keys? Well, it's kind of, you know, one thing that, that I really appreciate about being um, being associated with Avalon is they have 12 locations around Cuba, all located in preserves. Uh, on the Tortuga trip, I mean, the uh, Garden Queens trip, it's only fly. No, absolutely no. I mean, um, I met with um, the president of the IGFA, Rob um, Kramer, uh, two years ago down there, and he was headed to one of the Avalon sites to help instruct these guys on catch and release uh, tactics. And he's a big fly fisherman, too. So there's a really good core. No one else is allowed to operate in the areas where Avalon operates. Uh, and it's true on, all, on, on the very, some of the very best fishing spots. Most of them are controlled. They're in preserves. And they only allow a, a, a very uh, small number of people to mm-hmm. use that facility. And, that's, that and, that's, and you're talking about offshore now also? Uh, yeah, they well they they don't do that much offshore. Offshore is offshore is offshore is a little is controlled by the government. That's owned by Marlin, mm-hmm. and they uh, they're located everywhere from Havana, Guadalavaca, all the way around the island. Uh, you can go Marlin fishing from any of their locations. I advise you if you're going to Cuba to go Marlin fishing, you bring your own lures, <laughs> and and if you've got a if you've got a four piece. 80 wide, bring that too. <laughs> well, well, that's the other thing is that I would imagine that uh, they're they're hungry for um, for equipment. So if you do go down there, uh, uh, there's probably, something you could bring. Yeah, probably a good idea to bring some and not necessarily plan to bring it all back. Well, yeah, leave that's it there. We do that every time. Um, I go to the flea market, for instance, and buy orange lobster gloves. You know that we use from Keys yeah. to Catch and Lobster, mm-hmm. and. Um, I'll buy, idea. you know, 200 pair of them Whoa. and give them away. That's Cooks, a great idea. So how many well, lobster do you trade that for? Uh, you know, it's funny because with Cuba, it's 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 all about relationships. Uh-huh. You know, if you make a friend, for instance, I always bring candy, hard candy, to give to the kids because there's always kids in the Costa Particulars or even kids on the street. Mm-hmm. They don't have any fear of, you know, if their parents are with them, of course, you ask compromiso. But, right. Um, but they they just you know and it and it's a way to to let them know that hey you're an American you're their neighbor you're right. not Phil, you're not a, we're we're coming to the to the end of the segment but I want to make sure that people understand fishing? that, that <laughs> they need to get in touch with you and you can do that um, um, and of course you can just Google but uh, give us a simple way to find you. Uh, the simplest way is Phil Key West at yahoo.com. Phil like P H I L. Uh-huh. Key West at yahoo.com. And right. if you if you didn't remember that, go to the website, listen to it to the show again and again and again, <laughs> and write that down. <laughs> and, and book your trip. And book, book your, trip. your trip. And make sure. sure you visit us on Facebook. Phil, this has been fascinating. Thank you very much. You are oh, listening to it. Fish it Talk Radio. Pleasure. Mm-hmm. 
S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And we are also joined by Captain Hookham and Jeremiah Higgins. Hello. And uh, Jeremiah is a restaurateur, and his question to Phil is, um, what's your favorite recipe for fish? How do you cook it? How do you cook it? Cuban style. I, um, I marinated a little bit in mojo. What is mojo? That's, Wait, a, that's, is a, mojo? A, that's a chocolate sauce? Mojo is a Cuban marinade. Oh. Yeah. oh, it's good, too. And um, Yeah, but what's in it? it? What is it? Uh, like, oh, that's mole I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah, okay. you were thinking mole, mole too. What, what yeah. is it? Like, what's a combination of? Oh, I, I, it's a secret recipe. I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Can you but find you it? can buy it. Can you find it at Whole Foods? You can look foods? it up online. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How, how do you spell it? Uh, M-O-J-O. Oh, okay. Got my mojo working. Yeah, yeah. 
Actually, on fresh seafood, I'm just big. I'm a really big one on um, a little bit of garlic, salt, and some lime. A lot of lime juice. Mm-hmm. Let the seafood know, speak for itself, huh? You know, and saute it and some. Yeah. Uh, now, I can make some very, very, very good mutton snapper piccata. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I never yeah. thought about that. Oh, it's in Servido Ranger hair pasta. I don't oh. think I've ever had a fish piccata, but that makes well. No, actually, you do. The, yeah. Uh, the uh, yeah, you're right. The, the, you, you just do the, do the capers and lemon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, then, then yeah. when I was harvesting lobster down in Keys, I was making my livers, living shooting fish and uh, harvesting lobster. We got so tired of eating lobster that we came up. We would take it out of the shell, marinate it in mojo, and then bread it and and fry it. Mm. Fried lobster is really good. That mm-hmm. sounds. Really difficult because yeah. it's hard enough for me to eat lobster and crack it yeah. out of the shell. Then oh. I got to crack it out of the shell. Then yeah. I got to break no, no, it. Then I got to. You put it in the microwave for about a minute. You know what? In, right any, anybody that's, There's a that's trick. anybody that's a gourmet chef mentioned microwave and they'd shake in yeah. their butt. <laughs> but you wouldn't believe how well it works for lobster. Well, you know, we should really? do a show. We should oh, do yeah. a lobster and show. Oh, cor- yeah, of course. But, but we you just put it in until it kind of turns puffy white and, and it comes out thing, perfect. The other thing, my friend down here is a tomato farmer and he grows these giant, beautiful onions. And we take those and clean them and hollow out the ins- a little bit of just a little bit of the inside and put a couple of bouillon cubes in it and a, a big pat of butter and put it in the microwave for, I don't know. And it's phenomenal. That sounds great. Make the blooming onion gooder. <laughs> gooder. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh boy! Um, wow, well, this went fast. I know it's too fast. That's why. I want to do but, it again. Uh, let, let's go I'm some. Re- let, let's go. <laughs> let's go recap real quick, Captain Hookham. Let's kind of start uh, from where we started about the Cuba, the people. It's opening up. Uh, it's well, it a is time it, capsule, yeah. and then go ahead and, and that they need to, and they need to go see Phil. Uh, I'm going to ask a question. How do how do you, how do how do I get there? And let me just. Okay. Go ahead. You just did it. Go. How do you get there? Yeah. You got it. You got Go one minute. Go ahead. One minute. Yep. Best thing to do is contact me. I'll put you in, in touch with a Cuban travel agent. They will take care of your airline fare down or your airline ticket down to Havana and back and your visa. You need. You do not need to file any paperwork with anyone. Um, that is that is as of December, shortly after December seventeenth. So that's the big change. Uh, I'd be glad to share any information I have with you. All you have to do is get in touch with me. And that's Phil mm-hmm. at... Phil, no, Phil, Phil Key West. West. Oh, yeah. Phil, Phil Key West at Yahoo.com. And then you're, and then anybody can just look you up. Author. Yeah, CaptainPhilThompson.com. Yeah, yeah, or author. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, and the books. you got to download that Yeah, book. you got to get the books. I can't wait for the next one to come out. Oh, there you go. Okay. I, I want you to mention me in the... Uh, <laughs> But uh, uh, no, the music. Oh, Mark's playing the music. Okay, already. I guess that means we got thirty <laughs> seconds. Um, anyway, uh, yes. Make sure that you go to fishtalkradio.com. You can listen to the show. Follow uh, us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. On like Facebook, us on Facebook. And uh, uh, Phil's going to send us some pictures and maybe go some fishing. videos. We're going to post those. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, so. I've got some good videos. Oh, oh good. good. Send them post to them, me. Post them. We'll put them up. We'll uh, put them up. We'd love fishing. that. Marlin fishing off Cuba. We'd love to do that. Phil, thank oh. you very much. And yeah. then we're going to, things are changing, so we're going to get back in touch with you, and they're kicking us out of the studio. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. We appreciate you tuning in. You gone fishing. 